0: Hey y'all, it's me at Authentic Fee and this is a podcast on Life Lesson 94 from 140 Life Lessons I Wish I Knew at 20, aka FSB 140, which is out now on all digital platforms and brick and mortar stores. As the world starts to reopen slowly uh, and it's summertime, Lesson 94 is all about taking a solo trip, aka flying solo. So I've got a guest today that's with me that's going to talk to us about the benefits around that, some of the challenges, especially given the new social norms and and new regulations and things to kind of look out for. But definitely having the nerve and feeling empowered and getting out there and taking a solo trip. And with that, I'd like to introduce my guest today, Miss Janae Pitts, a.k.a. The Travel vet. (laughs) She's absolutely fantastic. We met together. We met each other on Clubhouse and I fell in love with her on Clubhouse because she's really service oriented. She's all about collaborating. She's all about empowering women and helping us get out there and live our best life. And with that, Miss Janae, thank you so
1: much for joining us. (sighs) Mr. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for asking me. I'm super excited. This is my first
2: (laughs) podcast.
1: That's (laughs) fantastic. Well, I'm I'm glad that Authentic Fee
0: Show can be your first podcast. That makes me so happy. Thank you so much for joining us today. I know you're kind of uh, uh, joining us remotely and I appreciate you taking the time to do that. Okay. First things first, lesson 94 on taking a solo trip traveling alone, especially if you're a woman or if you have kids and you wonder which markets to go into and whatnot. Tell us a little bit about, uh, if you don't mind, your personal and professional background and how you kind of dove headfirst into being a travel guru, enthusiast, um, and just kind of torchbearer. Tell us all about it.
1: So um, I am a a military veteran. I just retired a couple of years ago, twenty six years. U.S. Army. Um, mother of four. Single mother of four. And the army always sends us to places, you know, be it uh, during wartime, deploying, or during um, you know humanitarian missions. So you, kind of, you kind of used to kind of go travel, right? Exactly. Permanent changes of station, temporary duties, just different places all the time. So it was. It actually became a part of my DNA <laughs> Okay, okay. And, and relocate. And so Early um, on. as I was getting ready to transition out uh, prior to, you know, I was looking ahead. A girlfriend of mine who's also was in the military uh, came to me and she was like, I was literally on my way to Costa Rica. And she was like, Hey, you know, You're I'm Costa have, Rica. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, we'll this get, gonna get to that. This. Sorry. Go ahead. This is going to be my first trip. So took off a month of leave. And she was like, I have something that I want to show you. And I was like, okay, I've been blowing it up because I've been so busy. And she was like, look, you're in route. You need to watch, right? So she introduced me to an industry of travel, okay. which blew my mind because I was began to be educated on being a, a con, not a consumer, but an insider. Of the industry okay it was, it was different very much different and so I'm still in the military okay uh, when I began this journey so yeah. it, it was an eye-opener but that's how it all came about and Oh, wait, I got a question,
0: sorry to interrupt you. I got a question, so you. uh-huh. your, your friend basically told you about Costa Rica or she just kind of showed you some information about the travel industry in terms of how to navigate and get good deals
1: or whatnot? Exactly, Both? she really did. I was going okay. as, as, okay. yep, so as, okay. as a consumer. Okay, okay. And then she introduced She basically me.
0: gave you a look behind the curtain and you were like, exactly. oh, there's a whole nother world back here. Right,
1: uh, right. Hey, okay. Like, okay. okay. Yeah. Exactly. Like, uh, I don't know, have you ever heard of having the veil across your eyes? Yeah. And then when all the veil is removed, you L- get the veil belt. lifted. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, so the whole industry turned to be different. And, you know, being that we, we did it on the military, you know, the military told us where to go. They did our, um, you know, logistics Everything portion. Was really scheduled, it. structured. Yeah. So you didn't have
0: to think about any of that. You just kind of showed up.
1: Right. Got it. <laughs> So when she showed me this, when the veil was lifted, and she was like, hey, this is something that you can do when you transition as you retire. Okay. You know? And I said, I, didn't, I had never thought about it. Listen, hey, I didn't even think about being an entrepreneur. And the reason why is because entrepreneurs work too hard for me.
0: Yeah, was like, you got to hustle. I can (laughs) can
1: tell you got to hustle. And you got to hustle and make it look easy like a duck. (laughs) Exactly. So I said, I'm just going to go ahead and clock in. And the Department of Defense, I call it a day, you know, get a good GS job afterwards. Man, uh, when she showed me this, though, it opened my eyes and said, man, you got options. Yeah. You got options. And so I did not know what I knew then, but travel was my passion it actually became my medicine. My medicine for my PTSD, for my depression, my anxiety, everything that I was having issues with and still having issues with currently mentally, it began to be my medicine. I didn't even realize it. So I got to jump in here for a second because you just touched on
0: so many things that I got to just highlight. I think it is. So first of all, I think it is absolutely fascinating how you converted basically a professional experience that helps you kind of uncover a a passion or an interest or kind of a gene that you have in terms of the travel bug, um, into not just, okay, I'm going to figure out a way to do this full time, whether it's remote, whether it's earning income abroad, whatever, but you actually institutionalized it and made it into a business. What, what, yes, I, I think that's, so that, that for me is just, that's that, if you ask me what the definition of living your best life, it's that. And so, and and to, like the cherry on top of the sundae for me is the fact that, because we all have struggle and you touched on mental health. A lot of people ha- have, uh, you know, are, are really trying to balance out their mental health. So many things. And the fact that this passion and now this business uh, and professionals kind of escape for you, what became something that helped you manage your mental health. I think that's absolutely fascinating. I think, and you just touched on some, something that we're going to talk about in just a minute, which is one of the benefits of traveling on your own, basically, or just travel in general, which is, it gives you a chance to explore your interior and kind of balance yourself it, out. That's
1: really your is. best
0: life. How long have you been doing that?
1: Literally, it has been three years. Okay. I just turned three years on May 18th.
2: May eighteenth.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, happy birthday! Thank you. <laughs> so, um, three years, and uh, I was a baby. You know, baby, baby crawling. Yeah, learning, understanding. As, as you,
0: as you did, you
1: learned. As you, yeah.
0: that's that's the entrepreneurial spirit, one hundred percent.
1: walking, now yeah. walking, and then all of a sudden, COVID happened. I was like, ah! oh yeah.
0: Oh, oh! COVID just turned everything uh, over. I mean, obviously, God rest the souls of everybody who's passed and been impacted by it and lost a family member, a friend, loved one. But it just, it, in terms of tourism, economy, transports,
1: it just turned everything on its head. It did. And so, when I was telling you, it was my—it has become my medicine. One of the things, you know, some days are really bad for me. Some days I can't get out of bed. And I'm not telling one day, I had migraines, so maybe a couple of days. And so being gainfully employed and having to deal with the drama and the back and forth for having to explain and getting all these medical documentation. Yeah. That's not who I am. Never was who I am. Like when I go, I go 110 yeah. plus. And you don't plus. want it to define you. It's
0: one pixel of your composite that you manage. Exactly. Yeah. No, I hear you loud and clear on that,
1: Ms. Janae. And exactly. I, I, respect, I respect that. I respect yeah. That. And so when, um, when the entrepreneurship journey came apart, you know, it was like, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just like, I just knew I had to burn some bridges. I don't know if you guys ever wrote read Napoleon Hill thinking grow rich, but, um, I know, but
0: thank you for that suggestion.
1: One of the things in there, he talks about burning bridges. Uh, they burned the bridge because they had to go and they had to fight and the captain burnt the bridge. And the reason why he burned the bridge because he said there will you be no retreat. Yeah. <laughs> no retreat. we either going to die
0: we're either going to <gasps> make it or we're going to make it. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> he was like, I was like, oh. I got to pick up that book. That's fantastic. The, the way that it just makes your mind just totally think. You ain't got no back door. You ain't got no exit. Yeah, this is it. There's no plan. It, it's plan A. Here we go. <laughs> Your life depends on it, so I said, oh, yeah, I'm about to go some. So I, I can't go back. It just I don't have to that. work." I respect and that. You're strong. I was like hitting it and in February of 2020, I had kicked off the no, Jan- January I was somewhere. February of 2020, I was in Los Cabos, kicking okay. off the year. We took off. Left- Mm-hmm. Mexico. Okay, okay. just left Las Vegas. A good travel industry convention about all of the great things that we're gonna be coming out in 2020. Yeah, you know these powerful, impactful. Yeah. So you're uh, you're on subscribe. a high. You're ready
0: to like. Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, life.
1: These like like what baby yeah. entrepreneur like this? What's gonna happen? But yeah. I'm gonna tell you, um, my bills got paid. In both households, because I take care of my parents. Yeah, nothing was turned off. Thank goodness. I have two children in college. Yes, and when I tell you, it has been a godsend to be able to be able to and make it save and invest your yes. money yeah. as you're doing it, even as an entrepreneur. It saved me. And then another thing about the entrepreneurship journey that I didn't know about is residual income and how all that works. And yes, yeah. mom. My, my 2019 was a good year. So my commissions were still paying in 2020 yes. and I had income coming in. So it was like amazing to know how that worked when so, you needed to really work. It's, just, <laughs> it's, it's really fast. Okay.
0: I, I, you touched on like six lessons, but I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to 94, but you, it's really interesting how it, it made you, I'm not saying that you were immature before, but it just made you grow up without even realizing. it. Inter- not grow up, but level up, level, level up, up. With, mm-hmm. without even realizing just by doing. And so I think a lot of folks, I mean, I certainly was accustomed to getting a, a, basically a check from an institution. Right. And so you're, 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 whether you're necessarily living paycheck, paycheck to paycheck, but you're relying on an external kind of thing and, mm-hmm. and it's finite, but to shift your mindset and to make it, like you said, residual, uh, where it's just something that keep it's a, it's a totally different game. It's a game changer totally. and, and it totally. makes you, it makes you play in a different way. I hear you it loud. Is. I hear
2: you
0: loud. Wait, so I got to ask you in terms of your, your business, um, tell us the name of your business.
1: So the name of my agency is ultimate sky travel agency. I have approximately about 70, um, Travel advisors. That's a part of my team. Yeah. Uh, who, in their own right, own their own agencies. Right. In which I just coach and mentor and teach them how to grow and be phenomenal.
0: Right. Okay. So you, you basically have a consortium of travel agency, and y'all y'all kind of yep. not feed off of each other. But y'all collaborate in different ways, but you also mentor yeah. them, and but you also help people find kind of those go-to spots that may not necessarily be on their radar. So I, I got to ask you about this. So when are it not to get into the business of your clientele, but do you get a lot of single women? Cause for me, you know, when I think about traveling, cause I've, I've, I'm grateful to the good Lord. I've had an opportunity to travel to many places. There's so many places I'd like to go. Uh, and I've gone to a lot of places on my own, including living abroad and whatnot. But in terms of like, coming in and out of markets that you're not necessarily accustomed to. I, I find that not to make it a gender issue, but women tend to be more hesitant for a number of different reasons to go into places on their own. And that hinders us from, uh, actually ta- you know, taking the plunge and, and, and booking a trip. It's like, Oh, I don't have somebody to go with me or, or, Oh, I have kids or they have schooling or whatever. So do you have a lot of, uh, uh, Single women come to you and kind of ask for advice. And what what do you tell them to do?
1: And where and where do you kind of send them? And so basically, uh, I tell them based off of my own as that, hey, listen. First and foremost, you got to feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah, you gotta just amen. be Smart about it. Yeah, you just got to be you, smart about it. You
0: just you said the right word. You got to be smart. Everybody, men, women, everybody, you got to be smart
1: about it. You got to be smart about your movements anywhere you are. Exactly. And so even if Sometimes it just takes small trips in the United States. Yeah, domestic, one, one off one in your state, car and just yeah, just, exactly. to get, just to kind of get, get your feet wet.
2: Get
0: yeah, 100%, 100%. And so 100%. I, I say I'm a road tripper all day oh, long. Too. Oh my god, I'm a world <laughs> warrior girl, me too. I love it, and especially with the pandemic,
1: yes. Yeah. So I would tell a single woman to jump in her car in a heartbeat and find the next destination city to you and drive there. Yeah.
0: A hundred percent. So if you're, you're basically <laughs> saying that if you're, if you're, if you're single uh, and you're a woman and you're scared, cause there are, I remember once we did a clubhouse room together a while back, not the one that we did on Friday, not the one we did Friday, but the one we did a while back, there was a woman mm-hmm. who just said that she was terrified to go anywhere by herself. And yeah. God bless her, her. That could, that also could be, you know, there are other factors there, but, um, I think I think that's what you told her to do like take a take a day trip just to kind of get used to that's
2: it. yeah to get I,
1: used to it get used yeah. to it so like for example there's uh, and then people don't even realize what's in their own backyard that's that's what I found very uh interesting because I was born and raised in Chicago and I'm gonna tell oh you
2: Elizabeth,
1: no, it's not called the
0: Windy City because of the wind but anyway we're not gonna get into politics go ahead. Right. <laughs>
1: Being
0: there, you know, there's a lot of places I didn't even go and I was born and raised there. So yeah, I i such under- a great place. city. Uh, Chicago is one of the most underrated cities in the in, in the US, I think. It's a great city. So you yeah. you basically so you basically started out
1: in your home city. You started in your own backyard, going downtown, you know, yeah. seeing the differences, the changes, the hotels, you know, the yeah. restaurants, yeah. you know, the shops, you know.
2: Yeah. Like click click pictures, click click yeah. pictures. Like, Especially
0: you know. in cities like that where there's, there are parks there and there's a lot of things that are, you know, whether somebody, whatever somebody's budget is, there are a lot of things that are just open to the public. So like yes. the bean, and I'm, I'm yeah. saying it's Chicago because I know Chicago so well and I love it so much, yeah. but like the bean, the, you know, so many different things, the lakefront. Uh, and then there's some really nice hotels and I I, I hear you loud and clear on that. So I want to ask you, I want to go back to, um, some of your own personal travel since you've, whether, you know, at this point it's personal and business, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, (laughs) Tell, so you, you touched on easing into it and domestically.
2: Uh, Mm -hmm.
0: What about abroad? What if, what if somebody is like, you know, I've got some gumption. I'm, I'm I've been in quarantine for a year. I'm ready to, you know, get the show on the road. Where are the spots that you, ha- that you found were just perfect for women and are family friendly or that maybe are not on people's radar. Mm-hmm. Dubai. <laughs> Girl, I got to tell you, I got to tell you. So, so, uh, so you know I'm biased cause I'm Arab, but I'm just saying, but Dubai, I have to say, uh, and I'm I'm so glad that you brought that up. So, um, the the Gulf countries in general, uh, the Ara- you know Arabian Peninsula, the Gulf okay. countries in general there are uh, super safe. Uh, more than you would find in other kind of like mm-hmm. you can leave your purse and that kind of thing. I don't recommend that, but I'm just saying Dubai though uh, is really fascinating because. It, it, a lot of its a lot of its economy it relies heavily on tourism
2: um,
0: and so you know they have gone the extra mile in terms of security i mean you you can live in dubai I would totally leave my purse sitting in a chair and go to the washroom and come back and not even think twice about it like not even think twice about it
1: and it's amazing there in dubai is because they the, the whole um Mindset when it comes to family. So mo- a lot of people
2: want to when
0: it comes to say that say that again when it
1: comes to family.
0: Yes, it's a very a lot, family friendly.
1: Yes, very. Family. A lot of people want to be like, oh, well, they have to. They're, they 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 the women are submissive and all this other stuff. Listen, the women are cherished. Oh, they are yeah, like,
0: I, I think it's. You know, know. That's just, it's, it's maybe a different culture than what people are accustomed to seeing, but absolutely not. So, I, you know, yes. the, uh, I, I think when it comes to, uh, it's funny that you bring that point up because I thought you were going to say another point about like being a, a party city. And I, w- I was actually going to okay. say that it's, you know, Dubai is like New York. If, <laughs> and, and, and the exterior is going to reflect the interior. So if you want wholesome fun, you're going to go down to Central Park. You know, <laughs> it, it, yeah. but if you, if you want a nightclub, you can hit the strip. You know, and, and uh, Dubai is the same way. It's basically what you want.
1: You're right, you're yeah. right. And so, um people would ask me, "Is Dubai a, a good place uh, to take children?" And I say, "Absolutely." Yeah. You want them to go on the like safari, different things like uh like the ATV and stuff like that. If they're twelve and under, I What's wouldn't. ATV. Remember- Oh, uh, uh, you know, In the desert where they take the four by four. Yeah, yeah, okay.
2: Yeah, okay.
1: I was like, no, I don't recommend that, you know, yeah. but as far as an experience, seeing the tallest building, the Burj Khalifa, seeing a, a, a hotel that looks like a, a ship that goes yeah. underneath the water, you know, going to, um, what is my favorite book? uh atlantis um yeah. the, Sierra, the, po- the palm is lovely and Dubai. Oh, the was the that- family you know <laughs> the, the palm
0: is lovely the palm is lovely there's a beautiful hotel at, one of the very at tips of the palm that's very inconspicuous that i always used to kind of uh, run to and 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 kind of hide away and have afternoon tea. Uh, it's absolutely beautiful, but yeah, and a, a lot of people wouldn't kind of think of that as, as the first thing. It's funny that you mentioned Dubai because b- during the pandemic, when everybody was kind of closing off and really hesitant to, for mm-hmm. visitors to come in, um, if I'm not mistaken, Dubai was one of the the spots that basically said, and including obviously. Uh, Fly emirates if i'm not mistaken it definitely was i think we talked about this in one of the clubhouse mm-hmm. rooms that if you come over uh they would provide basically health insurance on the ground if you you know god forbid if, if an individual fell ill or caught the virus and whatnot um from having been whatever on the plane or exposed in rounds mm-hmm. so i don't know if the, i don't i don't know if they're still doing that or not but i just found that to, I, I just said wow you know they're really kind of committed. To opening tourism back up
1: they are uh, and which is why they were one amongst the first to be able, so you could still come over and and partake and have a great time uh, there, yeah. and so they I recommend them, but there's like a lot of people. I'll give you a list like a lot of people talk about the united kingdom to take your children to uh portugal italy spain uh different european countries of that nature mexico is one that i would strongly uh, recommend and okay, i would let's tell- talk about latin
0: america please for a second because i'm mm-hmm. curious because you, you also when we did the clubhouse room you talked about um uh, mexico and then mm-hmm. you talked about uh, Costa Rica, which is the Caribbean, it's not Latin America, but still, I, I, I would love to hear uh, why, because I, for me, I, I would never think, uh, I w- I w- I've actually never been to Mexico, believe it or not. I've never been to Mexico.
1: That is something, I tell you, um, so I've been to Mexico uh, uh, numerous of times, mostly solo, In just this past year, uh, I started taking my child with me, my seven year old. Okay. Uh, COVID wrecked habit on a lot of different people. Yeah, of course. pandemic was a blessing in disguise for me and my baby, so she can actually travel with me.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and so, in Mexico, terms of like
0: remote schooling and whatnot, you found a way to do remote schooling. Yeah, that's, yeah. Exactly.
1: So I took her to Cancun the first go round. And, um, it was great, you know. Received nicely. Everyone's always saying, you got to travel by yourself, you're done." Yes, I am. Yes. And um, but I'm gonna tell you this: one time we went, and we rented a car, and the rain came out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. we were yeah. driving this little video car, and there was like water, just well,
0: like this, you know, this is Mexico or, or Costa Rica. This is Mexico. Mexico. Okay. Okay.
1: And so as we were going to go through the water, the engine stalled, And you so are... here we are oh my sitting God, in the water Jean, like out of a movie. and the water starts coming into the car. And so my baby now is freaking out because yeah. the water is coming back where she's at. Of course. And so I'm like, okay, I'm trying to remain calm. I know we won't drown in this water. However, comma, the experience is still just kind of traumatizing. <clears throat> yeah. Right. And so, um. Here we got these group of guys on this truck coming through. They jump off the truck, they, yeah. they don't even think twice. yeah, they don't think twice about it. yeah,. And they push us on out of the water. Yeah, not, No, know, and listen, the barrier of English and Spanish not there. But saying thank you and seeing the relief on my child's face—yeah, that's it. universal. <laughs>
2: that's yeah, exactly right.
1: Yeah. yeah, and so it was just so heartwarming how that just happened, like instantaneously, how they it. Yeah. And so I, from that point on, you know, I started looking and observing how they treat me when I'm with my daughter, and it's phenomenal. They're always talking that's, to her, yeah, no matter who. At They're like, yeah. you know, language barrier, but they don't, it's just like, you know, don't matter to them. You got a boy love, a grandmother talking, you know, to, yeah. The, to the baby, you know? yeah. So um that is why my daughter to this day, if you ask her anything or anywhere she wants to go, she'll tell you, I want to go to Mexico. I want to go back to Mexico. It's <laughs> so fun. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, but she, that's all I want to say because she loves it. She lo- oh, so it's so
0: funny if you so when you when I asked you where would you recommend folks to go and you said Dubai that for me was like a no brainer because I know it's such a kid friendly that re- that whole region is so kid friendly so family friendly, mm-hmm. but when you say Mexi- that, w- that that when you say Mexico that's mm-hmm. just, that, that doesn't register as somewhere that would be super family friendly. Not that it's anti family, but mm-hmm. you know, and to, relatively speaking to kind of the experiences that I've had. Uh, in the Gulf. So that's really fascinating.
1: Exactly. And so when we when we hit, head to Costa Rica, which is Central America, um, this oh my is goodness, my
0: geography off. I thought Costa Rica was in the Caribbean. Okay, so uh, Costa, so Costa well, Rica Central America.
1: Yeah. And so it, it all it is all like um, the way that Mexico and Costa Rica set up is similar. So okay. you have towns right and in the town is like a park. Okay, in the in the smaller towns, a park. Well, that's the gathering place. Yes. And so what I found is when I find a park, or when I find that central gathering place, me and my baby can be people watching, and everyone to mm-hmm. come out. And next thing you know, she's playing, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm just watching it all because it's family oriented. After the day is over, the families come. They come to the park. They hang out. Um, I don't really know what to call it, you know. Whereas we get off of work, we go home, we yeah. tired. It, you know? Yeah, we come out and they're fellowshipping, and yes. this to be a
2: night. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I, I think I, I think several different cultures abroad make fun of American culture for that. It's like you're just grinding all day, and then you come home and you just sit on the couch and watch TV. Not you, but like a yeah. a, a person just comes home and sits on the couch and watches TV. So <laughs> <it's->
1: <laughs> It's that that culture, and so that's what makes it so family-oriented. That's what makes these locations so family-oriented, Mexico and uh, Costa Rica, because, boom, you can always find that family center. You can always find that park, you know, that that after work, everybody's having a great time playing
0: music. Yeah, and that's closer, obviously. If somebody's not going to, like, you know, go – halfway around the world then that you know this is right next door so I want to ask you on your on your solo trip and I think it's really ironic that that experience with the with your jeep stalling basically with your car stalling Mm -hmm. actually didn't deter you but made you even more comfortable just to know that people have your back um Yeah, because for me that would have been like, okay, that's a wrap, y'all, peace out. (laughs) But it's it's interesting. Um, So, what's obviously you've traveled with people before, uh, either whatever partners, you know, groups, whatever it is, and you've traveled on your own and you've traveled with your daughter. Um, What has been the experience for you internally? Because I always say that travel helps you. It's like a symmetrical exploration outside and inside. what are some of the things that you got out of kind of flying solo and traveling by yourself
1: So one of the things flying solo is when you're when you're by yourself, um, you have more time to experience your your mindset shift in different things, like an internal balance where you're starting to t- take note of who you are and define who you are and have that space where you can yeah. think yeah. you know clearly yes when you're on the beach for example by yourself say this- how yeah so when you're okay. chilling on the beach right you have these aha moments because you're 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 simply taking it all in yes. you they are taking it all in. You may have a good book. You may not even have a book. You may have your, some music or whatever. And so it's just your moment. Yes. Your moment of clarity and, and your moment of just, if one would say. <laughs> okay.
0: But, yes. I don't know what that term means, but I understand what you're saying.
1: Yeah. So when I find myself traveling with others, it's always so busy, you know, it's always so I can be in the same moment. Yes. On the beach. Yes. But it wouldn't go the same way if I was by
0: it's myself. Just, it's noisy because you, you're yes. not because the other person's a bad travel companion, but right. because you're just you're engaged with somebody else. It's, it's funny um, that you give the, the example of sitting on a beach by yourself. Um, very recently, on my uh, way down to Mississippi, I stopped and right before my book drop, and I'd never done this, this was my first time to do it. Uh, I, I, I did that I sat on the beach and I forced I didn't force but I invited myself to not listen to music or listen to an audible book or mm-hmm. listen to uh, a podcast uh, and just be basically all I all I did was just kind of listen to the rhythm of the waves
2: yeah and
0: sorry. I, not and, <laughs> um, yeah it's okay Um, but the, that moment for me brought, just created a space of such an immersed self-reflection. And, you know, I think sometimes people, to your point earlier about uh, mental health, I think sometimes folks can be scared to spend time by themselves because of what may surface. Um, well, I don't, I don't want to say that. Yeah. I don't want to project
1: yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. I say, you better say that, say
0: that yeah. again, cause well, that was I, I, yeah. So I don't, I, it's not for me to like project on other people, but I certainly, you know, just kept myself mm-hmm. busy or quote unquote, relaxing with whatever. Uh, and when you get still, you can hear yourself basically. Uh, and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, hear, and, yeah. And, and you kind of quiet down all the distractions and the noise. And that's, that for me is, and even in the doing, even in the doing, like with the example that you gave about getting stalled or sitting on a beach, you learn about yourself and you're like, oh, wow, man, I like my company. Or, oh, wow, man, my brain is actually, my mind is actually a prison. I need to clean that up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what, it, you just, just, you get a chance to kind of get to know yourself, what you like, what you don't like, mm-hmm, you know, and, instead of just kind of being on everybody else's schedule. What, was there anything that was weird for you because sometimes I know women don't like going to movies by themselves, or don't like eating alone, or don't like. Was there anything that was like, oh, that's kind
1: of tough? No, because I'm that woman. I go to the movies by myself. I'm yeah. really in by <laughs> myself.
0: <Me laughs> too. I'm actually when I go to movies with people, I'm like, you need to be quiet because the show is on. <laughs> I didn't
1: even know that was a thing for people, but when I was, there, I was like, well, why? It is but a thing. Yeah.
0: It took me until it took me until I was. 30, mid thirties to get comfortable to go to the movies by myself. And now I love it. Now I prefer it to be honest with you, but eating out alone, I always enjoyed doing it. I mean, was, is that weird for you?
1: You No, I eat by myself and I, yeah, everything by myself. But what I I get a lot of is, um, are you here alone? Are you alone? And and I always tell people, be careful how you answer that question. Be truly. Um, that's just The smartness of it all. Yeah. That's good I, my, immediate, my immediate is no. Yeah. Uh, I'm not here alone. Uh, you know, just to let that be known and, and yeah. the question from well, why did she you by yourself? Oh, because I got tired of them.
0: You know, yeah. whatever the question Yes. Be. Okay. So Mr. Janae, you just hit the nail <laughs> on the head. I mean, I, I wanted to we talked about the benefits of traveling alone in terms of self-reflection. Mm-hmm. Now we gotta talk about the pragmatic stuff like, you know, safety. So one of your things was if anybody ever asks you while you're sitting, because people are gonna engage with you. You know,
2: mm-hmm. you're a solo
0: traveler, you're an attractive woman. People are gonna be like, "Hey, w-, you know, are you by yourself?" And right. and, and your response is no. <laughs> yeah,
1: mm-hmm. very smart. And, oh, very smart,
2: very no, smart. No, no. Um,
1: and another thing for you know recommendations always from women who are solo traveling to a different country. Find out where the embassy is, like in Mexico City, for example, which is an awesome city, by the way. Yeah, yeah. In Mexico City, the embassy is right downtown. Yeah. Right downtown. Right next door to it is a Sheridan Hotel. Right across from it is a Marriott. Okay. If you you are having any reservations about traveling anywhere by yourself, stay near the embassy. Right, right. That's a smart tip. Yes. When you see the Marines or some out there with their... Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. It gives yeah. So, home. So you know that that's a secure area. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Unde- that's understood. Cool. No, that's a yeah. smart
0: tip. So, okay. So when pe- folks ask you if you're traveling alone, you say no. And then mm-hmm. if you're kind of like trepidatious and you're not really sure where to stay, stay near the embassy. So if you... What about in
1: terms of like cash, passports, what do you carry on you? So I don't carry any cash and I don't carry my passport out. People, people be like, why? Yeah, because I'm kind of two ways about that, to be honest with you. I'm going to recommend to you why. All right. So here's tip number one. I always keep my passport locked up in the safe.
2: Right. and
1: And it doesn't come out with me. Okay. But what comes out with me is my cell phone. That smartphone is very smart. But yeah. people don't utilize it, the best method that they should. Yeah, that w-
0: those people would be me. Okay.
1: <laughs> so there are a couple of apps that are free.
2: Okay.
1: Secure folder, free. Secure folder? Secure folder. If okay. you just type in your app store, secure folder. Okay. Or if you type in your Google um, Play Store, secure folder. A plethora of apps will come up, and what secure folder is, is it allows you to have information inside this folder that is locked by you. It can even be hidden on your phone where no one's able to actually see it or know what it is. It can okay, be, girl,
0: you're getting into all kind of interesting. You know, I'm going to call it spyware, but yeah, like really <laughs> interesting. Yeah, technology.
1: Okay, I didn't even know that existed. So I recommend getting one of those folders, and you know. Taking a picture of your passport. Yes. Take a picture of your driver's license.
0: Yeah, your travel um, itinerary, something. Okay.
1: All of that. Keeping that in that secure folder so if something happens while you're out, God forbid. You can easily bring that up. Okay. And they can, they can see it, which is why I keep my hard copy in a safe place in the safe and I take that one with me. Okay. If anybody needs to get that hard copy, they're yeah. gonna let me get it or they're gonna escort me and we're gonna be able to go retrieve it. Yeah. But from getting out there and getting pickpocketed. Yeah, got the Getting it lost, you know, anything like that. Um, and then I also tell people if you, the passport itself is your baby, but yeah. you can also get a passport card, you know, the little small one that goes with you as well you can get that a lot of people you know don't take it to go out of the country of course but to have it when you're going on excursions or going to yeah especially or now you
0: got to also carry your vaccine card okay but we're going to get to that in just a second so okay exactly. so, so you're saying basically okay you gave yeah. some really good
2: i just lost my volume real quick on. oh i
0: i can still hear you oh, okay there you yeah okay Um, so you're mentioning some really great nuggets here. So you basically said, say no, if somebody asks you, if you're traveling alone and do not carry, basically your suggestion is not to carry cash or a whole bunch of stuff on you and just to carry your cell phone with it, it, that basically digitally houses a a soft copy of all the stuff that you, that you would need, God forbid, in case of an emergency. Um, I got to tell you, so I I'm, I'm going to, I'm. it's, I love how happy go lucky you are about travel, but you're super pragmatic about it. <laughs> you're like, okay, we're going to do this the smart way. Not even the right way. We're going to do this the smart way. No, I like that. I like, cause I'm, I, I, that resonates with me. So for me, and this might be, this is, might be my Scorpio paranoia coming out, but that's okay. I'm going to let my freak flag fly. So when I go, when I go places by myself, I will not, um, I say the same thing. I don't say that I'm by myself, but I will not uh, drink an open container. I will not drink from an open container. So, yeah. and, and a lot of times I will be, because, so I don't drink alcohol. But a lot of times when I'm uh, eating alone, I'll go sit at the bar and just. And I wind up, spe- I wind up meeting so many uh-huh. fascinating. I, I meet like older couples who just sit and talk to me about their life story, their marriage. I mean, it's just, it's a lot of fun. Uh, but I won't take a. I will not take a drink that's open. I I only drink things that are so bottled water, bottled juice, something that I can see being opened or something that I am opening myself. And I know that that might sound weird, but I'm just super conscious of, of of that kind of stuff. And I think when you're traveling by yourself, physiologically, anybody who's in a new place, your spidey senses go up, you know, you just kind of pick up your, you're picking up everything. And so I I take it like an extra... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> take it an extra layer just to
1: be extra careful with it, you know? And so, you know, I, I love that you said that, but I know there are some party people out there. So I'm going to give you guys something because you can still have a great time. <laughs> yeah. And be a person. yeah. And here's how you can do it. I want you to take that hotel card that you're, the, the hotel that you're staying at. Yeah. I want you to be sure to grab a card from the front desk. and take it with you as you're going out when you go to your destination of wherever that may be I want you to sit at the bar like you just said yeah at the bar make friends with the bartender
0: yes oh I always make friends with the bartender they're fantastic yeah
1: have that conversation with the bartender like hey if you see something, say something. Yeah. And when it comes to you, you know, establish that because they won't yeah. know unless you have that conversation. Because they'll think, you know, maybe that's something you want to do. Right. But if you have that conversation beforehand, they have a got you.
0: Yeah. You that's see an interesting. That's a, so you're basically just saying engage. So even if you're flying, even if you're traveling by yourself, and I'm so glad you brought this up. Even if you're traveling by yourself, it doesn't mean that you're not engaging with other people. So Mm -hmm. you're actually saying take it to another layer uh, take it to another level with the folks around you, including the people that are going to be like your primary kind of uh, folks of service. We're all in service, I believe, but folks of service and just basically say, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm looking
1: out for this. So that's, I've never, I've never done that because it helps you. Um, It helps you. And also before you even leave, no. Know if you're gonna have that Uber or if there's yeah. gonna be Uber possible yes. or, taxi yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Know what, know what that number is or so know have that already on the card or phone. And the reason why you're taking the card from the hotel, this is it. Yeah. Because that language barrier, right? Yes. Call yeah. the hotel, put them on the phone with whoever you're trying to do, a Uber or a taxi or whatever so that they, they can talk to them directly and let them know where to bring you to.
0: Yes. Yes. So Caring
1: you know, like, the- Google translator, anything yeah. like, you know, just have that card handy.
0: Oh my God, girl. You just made me remember a trip that I took with a, a girlfriend of mine. I, I wasn't by myself, but I was with one of my girlfriends and we went, we were in uh, just outside of Venice and yeah. I, you know, I have, I will never forget this. We had to go to a wedding outside of Venice and neither one of us wrote down the hotel name. (laughs) So we take the train out to this tiny town outside of Venice and on the way back, it was like the middle of the night by this point, but we were together. uh, And our phones died. All the information was on our phones. It was by the grace of God. I am not even kidding. And our guardian angels that she randomly had a receipt and I was like please check your purse you've got to have something she was digging through her purse we didn't even know what to tell the taxi driver neither one of us even could speak the language to tell the taxi driver but she finally found a random receipt in her at the bottom of her purse that had the hotel's name and I, after that, I was like, never again. So now anytime I go somewhere, I write all that stuff down and I put it in my notes in my iPhone. That's- oh my
1: gosh. Yeah. You just said something really key. Your, bat- your phone died. Ah! Yes. Okay. Thank you for saying it because, hello, this is where a battery pack comes in. Oh, uh, yeah. You definitely have to have one when you travel. Oh, 100%. If you don't 100%. need to get one. It's oh, a I... little small investment. 100%. You, need, you don't need to get a big one, you know, because it's just to help in cases that just like happened yeah. to me, you know, yeah. just to give you enough juice to turn it back on for five, you know, to make a phone call or something yes. like that. You can get a small one to put in your little clutch bag. Yes. To have, because you never know and get one of those small connecting cables because you yeah. never know what's yeah. what could to 100%. Having that and having a three by five index card, if you're really nerdy about it, I'm just yes. saying. No, I, I listen, the index yeah, card would have been, yeah, or, or, or the business
0: card, like you said, initially. So you're uh, spot on because in that case, the iPhone wouldn't help me. But you're, mm-hmm. uh, and, and by the way, P.S., I don't leave the house now without my battery charge thing because I know I have so much on my phone. So I, I I'm totally down with that. So I want to, I want, because I know uh, I'm taking up a lot of your time, but you're giving us such good nuggets. So I want to, before we close out, I want to talk really quickly about two things. One is, so what's going on now with COVID and new uh, policies, regulations, social norms that you've seen? Because I got to tell you, I haven't been on a plane. I mean, I had like a 10 year streak where I was on a plane either every week or every other week at the most or at the least. And I have not been on a plane in over a year and a half. And I still don't feel comfortable to get on a plane, to be honest with you. I've been taking my car everywhere. And so what are some of the new things that you think we're seeing? Do you think it's you, do you think it's pretty safe? Cause I know some of the domestic and by domestic, I mean, us carriers are not putting it, not filling in the middle seats, but we talked about this in clubhouse the other day. Now they are. And so I'm just not, I just don't know where, the new regulations or policies or social norms stand?
1: So the, the, the airlines, um, as I mentioned when we were in the room the other day, um, you notice that the, the flights didn't stop. You know, there were still planes going from east to west, north to south, when the pandemic hit at the height in March, April, May, June. You know. Yeah, but whole- they slowed down significantly. I mean, significantly. They slowed down, yeah, but they didn't stop. Okay. And there's a reason. So the cruise lines completely yanked out the water. Yeah, completely. Girl, stopped. you can't get
0: me. You couldn't get me yeah. on a cruise ship before the pandemic. Please. Completely. Okay. <laughs>
1: so uh, Uber kind of. Uh, completely stopped, lift yeah. stopped,
2: yes. literally all the
1: ride sharing. Yes. Yeah. yes. All that stopped. But what yes. did not stop was flights. So you ever wonder why that was like, why did the flights not stop? Why did they keep on? Going? For
0: some reason I thought that they were the, uh, the planes were grounded for a bit, but okay. No,
1: they slowed down, but they did not stop. Okay. And what happened with that? In the ground of flights you're talking about mostly were international when the country's closing borders and different things like okay. that okay but when we come to like the state to state you know going from north south east to west they were still flying okay the reason why that was is because of their air system yeah so please the- let's talk about this because i i don't understand if anything's changed Cause, you know. No. So the reason why they were able to still fly is because of the air filtration system that they have. They have a system that's like similar to an operating room system where you have air that's going to circulate but circulate out and come back in and be cleaned and dirty air goes out. Air it comes in. It's like a, a good cycle. So if you got somebody right?
0: coughing,
1: <clears throat> you guys might back,
0: If somebody's, if somebody, if if somebody in the front is coughing, and I'm sitting in the back, am I gonna get their air? That's what I'm. That's no, what,
1: so that's what I'm saying. So that what, what what's gonna come in, it's not gonna stay in the cabin. It's gonna go out. Okay. Unlike a cruise, when you sneeze, when you cough, and you're on that ship, I for got to a minimum two. Yeah.
0: I, I, I yeah, I'm not, I, I, you could not get me on a cruise before the pandemic and <clears throat> I'm nothing against cruises, but I'm just saying like my phobias and, and cruise ships don't, they don't date. And so
1: that's, that's just not happening. I'm going to give you some tips. And, and so it's very, it's very important that people understand what the system is. Basically clean air and Bad air out. Clean air okay. in. It's constantly circulating. Okay. You know. So out. Out the air
0: aircraft air, and bringing in new air from outside.
1: And just like when you're in the OR, same thing. Clean air in, bad air out. Clean it because you have an open, you know, you're operating, have it open. Can be the same air with people. Still, you got masks on, but still, no. You want to be safe, right? Yeah. The uh, cruise lines do not have an open air system. It's constantly... Circulating within that ship, the same air. It's just, yeah, unless you're outside air. on the deck. Yeah. yeah, unless, unless you're outside out. on the deck. Right. If you notice, like even before COVID, you can go and, and, and Google this. Please Google it. Google uh, air filtration systems. Okay. And you'll see people got sick. Um, people have sneezes, coughs, colds, and everything coming back from the cruise ship. You know,
2: okay.
1: that, that was common and that was no, and the reason why it's because they've been on a ship. They've been in close quarters, and it's the same air, unless, like you said, you go out on the Lido deck and you have that great right. air. In the, um, in the airplane, the volume of the cabin air is exchanged every two to three minutes. Okay. Every two to three minutes. And they use HEPA filters that are similar to those that's used in hospital that captures that 99.9% of the viruses or whatever that's coming, yeah. you know, that people are letting out. What um, does that mean, the so air volume is, is changed So when, I, when we were talking about how it goes in, yeah. out, yeah. in out, the, the yeah. good the every, every two to three minutes. OK. So when okay. you say, when you sneeze, So you're talking about Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. OK, OK, yeah. OK.
0: So I have a question. So, um, where, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I so you 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 gave ahead. us some good details on the air filtration and and circulation as well. Both, um, in terms of uh, passenger capacity and mask wearing and and vaccine uh, proof, where where for. Di- I mean, we can't go through all the exhaustive carriers, and I don't think they're all the same. But what are we seeing with that?
2: So, yeah. as far as
0: what mask and right? right. So, are, are do we have to wear a mask on a plane? Um, are the middle seats yeah. being being yeah. used?
2: Yeah. So, airplanes uh, wear a mask. It's still federal law. Wait, say
1: that again because you uh, cut in the and out. Uh, say that One more time on the plane. You yeah. still have to wear a mask because it's still federally mandated. Okay. You know, by law that you yeah. have to. Okay. Even if you're vaccinated. Okay. You still have to. Uh, and no, there's no middle seats. It's elbows to elbows now. Um, but you wow. still have to wear your mask on. And they're now passing out uh drink beverages, alcohol, Think and that's and Yeah and you can take your mask off, and you, and you can eat. But what's been happening, you know, and I've been traveling on a plane since September of last year. Wow. And what I noticed is I've been also looking at the CDC cases on a daily basis just to see how it's yeah. affecting what. Yeah. I have not come across where people are getting COVID, like, in big numbers from, oh, traveling, from traveling on a plane.
0: So are, they, and, are, are you required to show any kind of, like, proof of any medication or vaccination or anything like that?
1: You no, know, because it doesn't think, matter. If you're gonna keep that mask on.
0: Yeah. So I think I think that's the case for international travel though. Uh, in many so,
1: Yeah, international travel is different, you know, because COVID requirements, you know, if you want to a country that requires you to have a COVID test, you gotta show that. Yeah. Uh you can't even go down a plane without it. Yeah. But in terms of just, just the normal, hey, what do you have to do when you go to the airport? You have to wear your mask, even if you're vaccinated. And oh, by the way, um they still give you, like, hand sanitizer, uh, a yeah. little wipes to wipe down your, your seat and everything. Yeah, which um, I did before the
0: pandemic, still- P.S. I, I did that before the pandemic. Right. <laughs> wipe it down.
1: Just be safe. And stuff. And so yeah. Yes, it, it has, it, it has helped. So safety on airplanes is it's real good in comparison to – Mm, I would say going into, for my for me for example going into Walmart right now because yeah, you go to Walmart you. and you yeah. have people mask yes, but you, yeah. don't you don't know if there you don't know because there's no proof to say right. that there are so right I'm like you're on the if you're COVID conscious truly and you're really concerned. You're really safe on the plane because of some fuck. you still at least have to wear your mask. And the yeah. good thing is the filtration system is in and out, in and out, in and out, which is absolutely a phenomenal thing. And yes, they're still panning out sand sanitizers and wipes and stuff as you come on board the plane still phenomenal and good at the same time.
0: Yeah. Okay, so um I'm going to let you know if I get back on a plane or not, but <laughs> I, so I have one last question before we close out. Cause I know we've taken up a lot of your time, Ms. Janine. I'm grateful. I want to know your favorite trip. Uh, and where, and, uh, basically where, where was your favorite trip? And where is a bucket list place that you still want to go?
1: My favorite trip was to Cuba. Okay. Cuba is my favorite trip. Um, I don't know if you ever had an experience where you get to a place and you just know that there's home for you and it just okay. resonates everything about it so the food, so, the culture, the people, the culture, people, everything, you okay. name it, it okay. was phenomenal. Um, and the sucky part about it is just the you know, that it's just not one of the places you just get to go to all the time because it's always drama dealing with yeah. the location. Uh, but it's one of my best places to go. Okay. And I have a live list. Um, But my live list is kind of like, there's just not one destination for me. Okay. So my list is basically okay. to hit all seven continents. And the final one will be the Antarctica. Oh so my have, goodness. Good luck so with I, the cold. With the Antarctica. Uh, not just to hang out there. But just yeah. to say I took the ship, took the voyage and went through the, Brock, you know, I got out. I,
2: and then, got then out. I got the- <laughs> back on. You know what I'm <laughs> My feet touched the ground, but I'm back on it. You know, that kind of
0: Some places, genetically, it's just too cold for me. Like just my genetics are like, no, that's a negative no, gross no. right? No. I just want to say, hey,
1: I experienced it. Oh, okay,
0: time to go. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Okay, so I got to share mine. So my, I think my favorite trip, and it was because it was an impromptu trip, like totally last minute, and I didn't plan it or anything, was Valentine's Day of 2019, was it 2019? No, 2020. I treated myself and you know, so many women that are single are just like on Valentine's day, they get so sad. I was like, listen, I'm all, this is great. I'm gonna go where I want to go. So I actually, at the time was living in you, I see you post about all the time, uh, in Saudi. So I was living in Saudi at the time working and, uh, you know, with the rocks and Mm -hmm. yes. And so I, um, I booked this like package deal when they had the Festival for Winter Tantura. Uh, uh, and I went there and I, I booked, a, this is so crazy, but I booked a, you know, those wagons uh, back in the Wild West, when you do a wagon uh, caravan, yeah, and yeah. caravan in a circle. Yeah. There was a spot that they had in an Ona which if, if people folks don't know where it is it's in Saudi it's like northwest in kind of the Medina area right outside of Medina which is one of the holy cities but anyway um the they had this caravan wild west kind of setup of, but it was like trailer homes so the outside was silver but the interior was redesigned by the sofa tail yeah, so there was this. Uh, yeah, so there was this setup of like this Wild West wagons that was like in this crevice of these canyons, out in the middle of the. De- I mean, it was just it. It was literally like something out in the Grand Canyon, um wow. and it was absolutely beautiful. And there was a whole package that came along with it, like your flight and all this stuff. But the best part of the whole thing was it was Valentine's Day. I was by myself, th- so and they they were fully serviced in terms of like having a campfire and all this stuff, but. Um, I winded up having dinner by myself in this canyon that I literally had to suck in. Like, I don't know how they got the stove back there. I don't know how they got the cook. I don't, I have no idea how they got this stuff back. There. I don't know if they're airlifted. I have no idea, but I had to like suck in and like go in sideways to get to my dinner table that basically opened up to this beautiful kind of space. But I had to walk through these two tiny, these two huge rocks and kind of go through this tiny crevice. It was absolutely the most amazing thing and I just wasn't expecting it and didn't plan it. So that was my favorite. But my bucket list, I know it's crazy. It was absolutely crazy. It was, it was, it, it, and it was a great meal uh, and I was by myself and everybody kept staring at me, but I was like, whatever, I'm living my best life. So- <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I had a great table, and it was just—I mean, it was just so—it was romantic for me. If that makes any sense. Yeah. You know I mean? Like I was, I was totally like treating myself to like a romantic Valentine's Day getaway. It was lovely. I loved it.
1: And yeah. and it, you're the only one count. And then I just—you know—because we were talking about, I'll just throw one more out there. Just yeah. Just for people to think. Borales um, Igloos to be able to see the northern lights. We're talking about... Okay, where the- is that? Where is that? So you can go Alaska. Yeah. You can go uh, Greenland. Okay. And these are igloos where you can... They're, they're clear.
2: Yeah. And you can
1: literally... It's a hotel. Yeah. You can literally um, just really see clearly the northern lights. Oh, my God. A- that sounds beautiful. beautiful experience because yeah. one, it's an igloo. Two, yeah. more than one. So, yeah, so you, you stay in an, in an igloo? Stay in an igloo. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. You stay in an igloo. And so it, it's an experience. And you we I spoke on, you know, traveling itself, you know, and I said just from me for medicine. And I'm telling people yes. it's Travel is not about the destination, yes. but more so about the journey. Oh,
0: 100%, Miss
2: Janae,
1: 100%, 100%. And what you're getting you at about, you know, talking with people at the bar, you yes. know, it's who you meet along the way. Oh, 100%. It, it, you can't just say it's simply the destination, you know, and this little jam is in Fairbanks, Alaska.
0: Yeah, is on my list. Alaska is on my list. I really want to go visit Alaska, but I got to do something about
1: the cold. I don't know. Yeah, look, if, if you can just take a weekend, you know, this is one of the ones i say this is a weekend getaway, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and the Pacific so,
0: Northwest. The Pacific Northwest. Yeah. We just West West. A
1: yeah. People. So, yeah, yeah just, we can get away, you know, fly up, you know, be on the West Coast and, and take a flight from there to um, to Alaska and then you know so say you're say you're in seattle yes I've always a quick trip. That. yeah and do that round trip you know base campus of uh, seattle yes take that quick trip for the weekend to alaska and come you know come on back you yeah. your point is to go to fair fairbanks fly yeah. to fairbanks take this adventure look at the northern lights on a friday night
0: oh <laughs> that then, sounds amazing
2: that sounds so amazing. you're
1: not in the cold, cold, and you're not miserable if you're not a cold person, but you're able to get in, get out, but have an experience of seeing it and enjoying
0: it. Yeah, that sounds incredible, Miss Janae. Thank you so much. I, have you heard about this app called Trulina? Yeah, I have. Okay, so you know, there's no like sponsorship or anything here, but I, I just came across them. Um, and it's kind of like match.com, but for finding travel buddies for women. <laughs> so I- I'm just throwing that out there. Cause you threw out some really good travel apps. And this is one that helps you kind of sync up with a travel buddy. If you, you know, don't, or if you're, if you're not up for taking a solo trip and, and it's really, it's uh, targeting women. So it's like women with, with other women.
1: And I'll tell you, thanks for saying that because there are a lot of Facebook groups now.
0: Oh really? That- okay. Yeah. That's another resource. So- where you're, yeah, tra- you're traveling travel. by yourself, but not, but you've got like a, you can find a travel buddy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Solo mom, you know, sister, sister. Okay. You know, okay. Wait.
0: That. So on Facebook, you've got solo mom, sister, sister. There was an incredible woman. If y'all are on clubhouse, there was a, obviously uh, Miss Miss Janae um, is a great person to follow. Cause you talk about this a lot in clubhouse. Uh, but there was another lady that we met the other day in clubhouse named Zer- Zara, Zara? Uh, mm-hmm. who, who, who also talks about kind of taking solo trips and then, uh, Trulina, which is, I think T R O U L I N A for finding like a, another female travel buddy. And there was another lady who talked about how she was able to get gain access for in terms of remote learning for her for her daughter. Um, So there are. I'm saying that I don't know. World
2: family.
0: World family. Mhm. Okay. It's yeah. a
1: program. We're yes. A
0: program. Okay. Yeah. So these are there. So basically, all that to say is that there are there's a plethora, especially with the internet and Google and Clubhouse and just kind of this podcast and everything else. There's a plethora of resources out there to so where you can travel by yourself, but not but just kidding, not really, <laughs> until you get your until you get your sea legs uh, and, and and are are ready to swim on your own. With that, I'm going to close out this podcast. Miss Janae, I am so grateful to you for your time and your insights and your energy, uh, especially while you're doing this remotely in the midst of kind of your shuffle. I really appreciate it. One more time, give us the name of your travel agency and your social media platforms, if you don't mind.
1: So, on all my social media platforms, the name of my travel agency is Ultimate Sky. That's S K Y E travel. You type that in Facebook, I'll pop up. Instagram, I'll pop up. LinkedIn, (laughs) same thing. Um, Or you type in the Travel Vet, that's D-A-Travel-V-E-T. Yes. I'll pop up. I'm on all social media platforms now with the exception of Pinterest. So that's LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook Clubhouse, and TikTok. Okay.
0: I'm going to tag you. Cause I don't think I've tagged you. So I'm going to tag you <laughs> except on Instagram, but I'm going to tag you on this other stuff where we overlap uh, with that. Miss Janae, I'm going to say, thank you so much for your time and your energy and your insights uh, and for your authenticity more than anything for, and for just being real and just sharing a piece of yourself with us. I'm really grateful. Uh, and with that, I'm going to close out authentic fees, June podcast on life lesson 94, taking a solo trip. Uh, and basically flying solo, not being afraid to do it, and feeling empowered to do so. From 140 Life Lessons I Wish I Knew at 20, aka FSB140, which is out now, y'all. You're welcome to it. I'm so super excited. And with that, that's a wrap, folks. I always act like there's a whole bunch of people here, but it's just me. That's a wrap.
1: (laughs) I love it. Love it.
2: Thanks, Miss Janet.